Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. Hi, and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. Today, I have a really awesome woman, guest, entrepreneur, just massively successful person. And her name is Ginger Bell. And we've known each other quite a while, but have gotten closer recently, you know, been able to be at the same events and talk more and things like that. And so I'm so grateful that you're here today, Ginger. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Irene. I'm excited to be here as well. Yeah. So I just want to let everybody know that Ginger's been around the mortgage business for over 20 years. And I'm going to let her tell us her impressive resume, because I am really (laughs) impressed. As I've gotten to know Ginger better, I've gotten super impressed with her experience, the things she's done with education. And especially she was in Dale Carnegie training for quite a while. So to me, that was one of those classes that I always wanted to go to and I never (laughs) did. And so uh, it's still on my bucket list, right? So Let's have you introduce yourself, Ginger. Sure. So hello for all of you that are watching or listening. And thank you, Irene, for having me. My name is Ginger Bell. I'm the CEO and founder of Edu Marketing, edumarketing.com. And uh, we're an education and marketing uh, agency. 
And my background in the mortgage industry, as you said, I've been involved in the industry for over 20 years. I always say I got started in the mortgage industry when my son was in first grade and he graduated, actually it's two years ago now with his MBA. So (laughs) I've been around (laughs) the industry for a long time. Prior to getting into the mortgage industry, I was a corporate trainer with Dale Carnegie Training and learned so much there and had an opportunity to really have an impact on uh, professionals and being able to become better at public speaking, to be better at communication. And that's really at the core of Dale Carnegie. And it translated very well into the mortgage industry because so many of those skill sets are what's important in everything that we do. And you know that with all the training that you do and what you teach. Yes. uh, your, Your training as well. So Yeah, I had a friend who he was an underwriting manager for a wholesale lender and had contacted me and said, hey, we need some help. We need some proficiencies created and some training. And so uh, my first day on the job, I uh, showed up and the account executives were honestly, (laughs) they were taking their flyers and they were standing back, but back when they had those great big printers and they were typing in fax numbers and this takes you back there fax numbers one at a time one at a time mind you oh man typing them into the fax machine and then putting the flyer on there and remember that sound that the fax machines used to make oh yes and so uh, so that was my first introduction saying oh my gosh we can definitely make some changes in here and improve some of the things that they were doing. And so that that's where I got started and started creating some marketing proficiencies for them. Obviously, email was starting back then. So doing some things there as opposed to the faxing. And then I got into all of those great big three ring binders of guidelines. Uh-huh. And we used to have them above our desk and you'd pull one out and you'd look at them. And so I started creating training from those. I have written and conducted training on just about every single mortgage program that's out there, FHA, 203K, VA, USDA. And then when all of the regulations started hitting in 2008, then I created training for every single mortgage regulation right. from 2008. So fair lending, anti-money laundering, TRID was a big one. That was a big um, one. But really, you know, my focus has always been on, I call myself a translator and and I know you can relate to this in, in the training that you do as well, is taking the difficult things that we have and we have a lot of details that go into everything we do in the mortgage industry and to to make it to where it's easily learned, it's understandable, and it can be transferred from what the loan originator has and what they know into helping the consumer navigate through the process. And so that's what I've always said. And that's why the name of my company is Edu Marketing because it's educational marketing. Yes. uh, That's what I, I truly believe in is using your knowledge, your expertise to market and position yourself. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. You know, in having the right mindset in today's world, I think is really important. It's key to reaching our goals and, you know, living life to the fullest. And so it's funny that you mentioned Dale Carnegie, not funny that you mentioned it because obviously you worked with him, but 
the book that has had a huge influence on me is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah. So, yeah. So number one book, book number one bookseller in the world, the Bible, um, but great lessons there, obviously. And then the number two is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's a timeless, you know, it's funny whenever someone graduates from high school or college, that's the book I give because it from that you can learn all of those principles, those things as far as being able to speak to someone, to listen. You know, I think in our world of digital media, we have not become great listeners. And that's one of the things that Del Carnegie really taught so much about is truly being a very good listener yes, and speaking, you know, to someone's interests and their needs and to make them feel important and all those things. So yeah, Del Carnegie, you know, if you haven't had, and I don't get paid by Del Carnegie anymore, but if you haven't had the opportunity to attend the Del Carnegie course, I think it's definitely, you know, something that as well worth it to be able to do that and and even to send your teams to it's having those communication skills that are so important and how you apply them and in the world we live in today on social media i think that's very important to be able to have that skill set yes my son kenny he's my youngest and when he was a young boy elementary school his teachers were really into having them read during the summer Mm-hmm. And I think he was probably maybe 10 or 11 when he read that book for the first time because oh, I wow. incentivized him to read books. I incentivized the kids, but yeah. I had like my older kids were way older than him. And then there was him. Right. So I always joke that he's my like second, my last chance child. You know, all the mistakes <laughs> I made with it's my like first an only kids, child. <laughs> I tried not to make the same mistakes and I ended up making different ones. Right. That's how it is with kids. But right. But one thing that I know we did really, really well is having him read important books. That Mm -hmm. was one of them. And to this day, he says that's the book that's had the most influence on him. Wow. Yeah. So it's a great book. The other book that we had him read is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. And that one's a really great one about self-talk. And I, you know me, I love self-talk. I love intentionally telling ourselves the right things. And I think you've done a lot of that in your life when things have been hard because we all go through hard times, right? And right. we're in the middle of a season of, of difficulty right now in the mortgage Cash. business as we talk in April of 2023. And nobody can deny that it's happening. It is happening. We can put our head in the sand and say it's not happening, but we can find ways around it and we can still be successful. So what advice do you have for loan officers right now that would help them navigate through these waters that we're in right now? So, you know, I think the first thing is to recognize that you're a business owner and you own a business and it's the business of you. And sometimes we forget that. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, you know, we have been blessed in the mortgage industry over the past several years to have some very good years. And we will continue on. People will be buying houses. That is not going to go away. And so when you focus on the important activities and, you know, Carl White talks about that all the time, Mm -hmm. as far as focusing on the activities that are going to bring you results. And so 
I recommend, and, and I did this in 2008 when we went through the chaos that we did then Yes, is control your thoughts. So what you say to yourself is important and really set an action plan into place as far as what you're going to do to work on your business mm-hmm. and to do those activities that bring you results because every business is going to have ups and downs. Yes. You know, farmers, they don't harvest all the time. There are times that they plant seeds mm-hmm. and then they nurture those seeds. And then, you know, if they, if they need to do something to, to promote the crop that's coming up, that they're going to be harvesting, you know, you have to think of yourself in terms of being a farmer. And so right now, we came out of an incredible, you know, bumper crop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, that was great. That was fantastic. Now you're back to business and your business right now is planting those seeds mm-hmm. and working on those seeds and nurturing those seeds and then um, harvesting those seeds and then going back and doing it again. So focusing on that is important. The other thing that I think is very important to focus on right now is to be visible. You know, so many people I talk to that have not had a marketing plan in place, not had to work on their business. Most people have worked in their business. Yes. And so you have to work on your business. And sometimes that means seeking other resources, whether it's going through the training that you offer to help their, their team grow, whether it's saying, okay, I, I need to be more visible. I need to put a plan in place. And so, you know, for you starting this podcast and podcasts, I love podcasts because it gives you an opportunity to be visible. So right now being visible, right, mm-hmm. is so important. And then you're doing nothing more than having a conversation with someone to find out what they're doing for their success. And that's the idea of sharing. Yes. So being able to set something like that up can be very powerful as well. But think about what are the things that you can do to be visible, mm-hmm. doing video, and, and, you know, doing video where it truly is you doing the video, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, pre-made video. We, I mean, we do those too, but having you be on the video, getting out and doing workshops, doing trainings, doing events in your area, you know, June is homeownership month. And so uh, last year I did a big campaign around homeownership month because as an industry, a lot of us don't know that June is homeownership month. That's true. And so what are the things that you can do to be visible in your community about Mm -hmm. homeownership month, you know, putting together a panel of community leaders talking about what's happening in your community. So much that's out in the news right now is not correct information. And so people watch the news. It's funny. I was talking to someone the other day, they had shared some numbers and I'm trying to remember where they were out of. I think they were I think they were in the Denver market and that the realtors were saying, well, we're not getting sellers listing their property because they're afraid they're not going to have a home to move to because there's not a lot of listings out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason they do that is why they're watching the news. Exactly. And so the only way to change that is if we start making ourselves visible. And so, you know, I shared with this individual, it's like, okay, you're in the Denver market. 
What are builders doing in the Denver market? You know, what can you do to renovate? What can you do to, you know, get into homeownership? All of those things. Start the conversation. Let people know a home is a home is a home. Yes. We provide home ownership. Mm-hmm. Mortgage is the vehicle to getting that, right? Right. But really, it's about home ownership. So, you know, get yourself out there, get visible, do videos, do a panel. You can go and, you know, focus on different community projects in your area. Homelessness is a big one. I live in Portland, Oregon. We have a huge homeless issue. This individual I was talking to in Denver, huge homeless issue. And so go and, you know, talk to someone who's providing resources to the, the, the homeless community, yeah. raise awareness because the opposite of homeownership is what? Homelessness. Homelessness. Right? Yes. And so you don't always have to talk about mortgages. And I think, I think that's something that's very important is to recognize that when you have a dialogue that's talking about what's important to people and being a homeowner, moving from renting and rents, I mean, my gosh, rents have gone out of this world. They have. And so how do you control your rent? You can control the cost, you buy a home. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things to think about having those dialogues and video is a great way to do that podcast. You can start a podcast. You can interview your real estate agents and have them talk about what successes they're having. So I think just being visible is very, very important right now. I think so too. And part of being visible is making calls. It's outbound calls. It's talking to people, letting people know what you do for a living. Which yeah. a lot of a lot of people say, well, I don't want to come across as salesy. Well, you know what? We are in the sales business. The right. mortgage business, <laughs> we sell, right? But yeah. we don't have to come across that way. To no. me, selling is all about relationships. Right. I've always been relationship driven. And when I was doing mortgages for t- over 20 years, I was relationship driven. I'm still relationship driven with yeah. everything that I do. And that's the best kind of business to have because when you have great relationships, they want to send you their friends and family, the people that they know because you have treated them so well and they know that you really care. And so by being visible, by doing video, by doing podcasts, by interviewing people in the community, like you suggested, all of that makes you relational. It shows that who you really are. Right. Because you're not doing it to fake it. You're doing it because that's what you, what matters to you. Right. Well, and it's interesting, Irene, how quickly a relationship can be built on video. And I'm going to give you an example. So we have a, a client who has started, we've helped them start a mortgage influencer division within their organization. Mm-hmm. And so with this group, I'm coaching them. We're getting them started on video. A lot of them been terrified about doing video. And so we get them started on video, we give them scripts, and we had an individual who got started in December and got his first video onto, um, we posted onto his YouTube channel in January. And actually, I think it probably was his third video and he used our scripts. It was an FHA script. Uh And so he used the script, he recorded it on his phone and we posted it and it was probably maybe six hours after we posted it, he said he was driving home and he got a ping 
that someone had subscribed to his YouTube channel. Now he has a, a relatively new YouTube channel. So uh-huh. he's like, you know, who is this person? And so, you know, he stopped the car to, you know, go to whatever his grocery store, whatever, and said, looked at it. It's like, he's like, I don't know this person. So, oh, okay. And then within five minutes, then his phone rang and it was the same individual who had subscribed to his channel. And she called, she goes, I have been looking for you. And she had been searching. She wanted an FHA. She had been to a big box lender, you know, the call centers and all of that. Uh-huh. And they were steering her down a different path because they didn't understand, you know, FHA. And I'm yes. not sure how she had her knowledge, but because he had done that video on FHA, answered her questions, she watched his other videos, which weren't a lot. He probably had like three videos on there. Uh-huh. And she called him immediately and felt like she had that rapport with him because she'd seen him on the video. Yes. She, he had answered her questions and she said, I'm going with you. And he took the application. He's funded the loan. But I mean, it's like that. That's how wow. quickly people can develop a relationship with you by you doing videos is they feel like you, they know you. And I mean, you think about it, it's the same thing. It's like, we have stars we follow, right? Yes. That it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Chris Pratt has a new movie out. It's like, I'm going to go see him. I absolutely love him. I feel like I know him. Yes. I started watching, there's a, a new show. I think it's called Unstable. It has Rob Lowe and it has his son. And oh. so his real son actually plays his son in oh. the show. And it's so endearing to watch that because, you know, we've kind of feel like we know I'm, I'm a fan of Rob Lowe and it's like, yes. to see that. and that's what, you know, movies have done for a long time. That's what mm-hmm. TV shows have done for a long time. Yes. And so by putting yourself into that, it's so important. And, you know, people struggle with, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. You know, there's AI out there now that can help you for writing scripts. We have scripts that we give. You mm-hmm. have so much knowledge, but it's a matter of getting started. I think that's yes. the first thing mm-hmm. is to just get started. And this individual, Brad, with the FHA client, he had spent a ton of money. He already had all the equipment before he was put into the mortgage <laughs> influencer group. He had everything. He said, I had everything done because I'd done the research. He goes, I just couldn't pull the trigger. So pull the trigger. Yes. Make a video. Yes. And the first one, you're going to hate it. And the second one, you're probably going to hate it. And maybe even the third or the fourth. I mean, we have people in this group that honestly, they don't even watch the videos. We just edit and produce and post. They're like, <laughs> I don't want to see it. Just post it. Yeah. And that's okay. You can do that. But it's a matter of of really just doing that and getting started and being visible. Yeah. And with social media, it makes it so much easier. As a mortgage advisor, you know that having a high-performing loan team is critical to building a successful business. But training them can be time-consuming, and it can detract from more important tasks like generating leads and growing your business. But that's where we come in. We created Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp, a self-paced online course available immediately to train your team, including newer loan officers on how to actually do mortgage loans. Our course takes them step-by-step through the process from taking a complete loan application to creating effective communication with clients, referral partners, and team members. When they complete the class, 
They will have the training to be an asset to you and your mortgage business. Visit LoanTeamTraining.com and navigate to the Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp tab to review our course details and enroll. With our training, you can confidently delegate and devote your time to growing your business even more. And, you know, last night I got to see John Mayer here in Phoenix. I'd been wanting to see him for a long time. He's doing his solo tour. So it's just him on the stage with his guitar. And it was amazing. And you know what I kept thinking about when I was watching him last night? I feel like I know him. Yeah. Because I follow him. I see what he does. I I've watched him on YouTube, you know, watch some of the concerts before this one to see what, what it was like. And, right. and that's what it is. That's what happens when you do video. Not that he does a lot of video, but people do video about him. Right. They show him and stuff. And so I really thought about that last night during the concert. I, I felt like I was in a very warm, caring environment with everyone that loved his music as well. But because I've been following him, I, I was more comfortable than I would have been, you know, it just felt comfortable. I don't know how to describe it. Of course, that was the sixth time I've seen him, but, but <laughs> it was a diff- you are a fan. <laughs> I am a fan, but because I follow him and I've seen a lot of the videos and stuff, it's the same thing that you're talking about with video. It's like you said, the stars, the people that we follow, we feel like we know them, even though we don't. And that's how people feel about loan officers and those of us that are on video. So I think that that's a a great idea. Yeah. What video is good. I think also, you know, doing the training, I think is important too. And now that we're kind of through what we went through with the pandemic and things are open more, you know, get back to doing some of those things. Think about what you can do for open houses. Think about what you can do to support your real estate agents. So you know, tying it in obviously with your, your uh, daily success plan, your phone calls that you're making. And again, podcasts, I think podcasts are something that are so powerful to do. And you think about if you combined, if you started a podcast, we're on zoom, you're in Arizona, I'm in Oregon. Yep. It's simple to do. You set up a zoom meeting, you have it on a Calendly link and you have a set of questions Carl and I have put together, we've combined, we always say it was like, we're Reese's peanut butter cup. He took his questions. I took my questions and we put them together. Uh Um, So having a list of questions to where you, you know, ask those questions, you don't have to come up with a lot of content. No, what you're doing is adding value. And you think about, you know, you're making those calls, imagine calling a real estate agent and saying, you know, Hey, Irene, I'd love to have you on my podcast and talk about, your success and what's making you successful. Mm-hmm. And so just by asking questions and then when you're posting those, then obviously tagging them and sharing them. So you're expanding your network as well. Yes. But I, you know, I think podcasts are something that's one of the easiest things to do is just sitting down. It's like having a conversation with someone, which you want to do anyway. Yes. Doing a podcast with a real estate agent, you want to sit down with them and have a conversation for 30 minutes anyway. That's your goal, right? Yes. So why not do it on a podcast? Now you've accomplished two goals, right? Mm-hmm. You've had a conversation with them and you've developed that relationship. Yes. And so. what's nice is you've gotten the word out about them as well. Yeah. So you've you've pretty much marketed them as well because they're talking about their success story and you're yeah. interested in that. 
You know, that's the thing is I love hearing about people, how they got to where they are from where they were, things that happened along the way and how they overcame that. So that goes right into my next question for you that I was thinking about. What do I want to ask Ginger? What I want to ask you, Ginger, is what has happened in your business life, let's say, that could have taken you off course? Not so much (laughs) what has happened, but how did you overcome something that could have really taken you off course and you could have just you know, huddled up into a ball and said, no, um, you know, we, maybe it's 2006, between 2006 and 2008, maybe it's recently, I don't know. But how did you work through the fear? What did you do specifically? And you don't have to tell us what it was if you don't want to share it, but how do you work through fear? Yeah. So I think like many of us, if you've been in the industry for a while, you went through 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> We've been through much worse than what we're going through right now. Kevin. For sure. And and during that time, and a lot of people don't know this about me, I actually owned a software company and we had developed software that tracked the continuing education for every single state, because before the passage of the SAFE Act, each state had their own continuing education requirements for loan officers. Mm-hmm. And so I taught a lot of CE and I would always get calls saying, hey, Ginger, I'm renewing my license. Can I have my certificate? It's like, you didn't keep a copy of it. It's like, no. And so I, out of necessity, developed a software that tracked it. We actually had a contract with the state of California and we're closing the contract there to take care of all of the California DRE licensees. Okay. Um, and then the passage of the SAFE Act happened. We did provide a proposal to the CF, the CSBS, which is the NMLS. And uh, the, the phone call came back to me from the president of the company saying, Ginger, you by far are the best choice. But because you are a startup company, we'd only been in business for two years, we can't go with you. So they gave the contract to a company, which was in England, which ended up dropping them a couple of years later. So it was hard. I mean, I had spent years developing software, tons of money against it. And Mm -hmm. it just signed the biggest contract with the California DRE and then everything fell apart. Wow. And I can tell you probably what kept me going through that is just knowing that I had a bigger purpose Mm -hmm. and just focusing on that because I could have walked away. I could have said, you know what? And, and I could have gone back to Dale Carnegie and I trust me, I did think about it. Uh Like I was having lunch with a friend. He's like, what are you going to do? It's like, well, you know, I could go back to Dale Carnegie and do training there, but I pivoted. And so I think it's a lot. And that's why we're talking about right now. Look for those opportunities as far as where you need to pivot, where you need to put your attention to. At the time, there was all the mortgage regulations that were happening. And so he said, hey, you know, we need training done for all these mortgage regulations. I think it was the MDIA was one of the first ones Mm -hmm. and the SAFE Act. And so I just started creating training for all the mortgage regulations. And trust me, I did not know anything about compliance. Every single law that came through, I had to read it and I had to get to know it. And I then I had to develop it. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing is, is you have a purpose. Yes. Lean into that purpose and be passionate about that purpose and find out, you know, what it is around there that you need to, to change in order to continue to live into that purpose. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. The other thing I did is I stopped listening to the news. That's a big deal, isn't yeah. it? I did I that years at, ago. I stopped listening to the news. I I'll get I get alerts on certain things that I want to know about because I mean obviously there's certain things we need to know about. Right. But I stopped listening to the hype because oh my gosh, it's crazy. They get you going and it's like just listen to positive things. Yes. You know, listen to your listen to pod. I listen to podcasts. Yes, me listen too. Listen to other people and their success. Listen to Irene's podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast that we do every Wednesday. It's called Mortgage Influencers. And, you know, we interview other individuals who are making an influence in the mortgage industry. Yeah. So, you know, just control that. But that goes back to the book that you talked about, right? It's like, what do you yes. say when you talk to yourself? But I mean, look for those opportunities. And sometimes you have to shift. And not so much in shifting as far as getting out of the industry. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if that's what you need to do, you need to do that. But, you know, for for those of you who know that this is your purpose, that this is your passion, then shift in how you're marketing, shift in how you're planting seeds. You know, farmers alternate crops for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's some some seeds that only work in the soil for so long and then they have to plant something else in there to replenish the soil and so sometimes you may have to you know switch to you know planting pumpkins if people want pumpkins then okay yeah you need to plant pumpkins right <laughs> it's more in need right there's more, more of a market need. for it yeah so mm-hmm. it's like okay right now we're not in a refi market. We're in a buyer's market and we're in a huge buyer's market. What's going to yes. be happening? Prepare yourself for what is to come because we know what is to come will be there. Prepare yourself for helping homeowners, first time home buyers. You know, right now the market has shifted a lot for our first time home buyers. You know, it used to be people got married, bought a house, had kids. Now people maybe get married but have kids. Yes. <laughs> and then buy a house. Uh-huh. And so we have an entire generation of first time home buyers that are looking for houses with kids. Yes. And sometimes the kids are older. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've talked about this. I have a book that we're releasing soon that's called New Home Adventure. And it's a book that's geared toward families who have children, probably like, nine and under Uh who are going through a move and it's how to help have a conversation with those kids about moving because we get so wrapped up into the mortgage and the closing and this and that and you know Uh where you're going to be the kids when they get it's like they're leaving school they're leaving friends it's like and we forget to talk to the kids yes so you know those are the other things and sometimes just having a little something different to have a conversation about can provide that extra passion that you've been needing in your business. And I'm the same way. It's like when I came up with this idea to write this children's book, and I've written a ton of books, but I felt that fire in my belly. You know what I'm talking about, I right? Do. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited uh-huh. about doing this. And I'm excited about helping others. And so find out what that is that gets your fire in your belly. Yes. And and then focus on that. And I'm excited because I got a little sneak peek of the, the preview of the book and I absolutely love it. So tell us when you're going, do you know when the release date is on the book? Because this is this is a game changer for anybody with yeah. kids that is moving 
or, you know, remember the Berenstain Bears talked about, moving, <laughs> you know, all of that. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's really cool because I've, I've gotten a sneak peek at it. I, I would highly recommend that loan officers purchase these to give to people who are buying with families. They could even do it jointly with their agent. Yeah. There's so co-branding that, available, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We are going to have co-branding available. The book will be available probably like by the end of April. We're doing a very soft launch of it right now. And the book is, it's not just a story like the Bernstein Spares. It's actually there's two stories in it, but there's activities. So there's a word find. It's like, remember the old highlights books? Where yes. Like, you know, oh, I you loved know. those when I was a kid. Right, where you can do, oh, here, find my way. Here's the path and find the crosswords and, you know, that. So it has activities and the idea is to facilitate conversation with the parents and the children. Because sometimes the parents don't even know what to talk about. No. And so it is not going to be available on Amazon. I'm making the book only available through customization with loan officers and real estate agents, and then mm-hmm. they can co-brand it. And so it's called New Home Adventure, and we're doing it under a publication company that we've just started, actually started with my son. So it's like, you know, business with my son. It's called Share a Storybook. And that's the idea as far as using a problem that exists that maybe we're not involved. I mean, it's not, we're not, you know, clinical psychologists. We're not any kind of consultants as far as helping kids through problems by any means, mm-hmm. but it is a conversation to have. And so by being able to help them have that conversation through a storybook, it's something that you can brand to yourself. You can give it, you can mail it to your prospects, to your clients. You can do it at the beginning, at the middle, at the end of the transaction to say, you know, it's going to, this will help you have a conversation with your kids about moving. I love that you can co-brand it with your real estate agent because it's one of those things, again, combine it with the daily success plan to say, you know, Hey, which, you know, I have an opportunity for a children's book talking about moving. Mm-hmm. Would you like to co-brand it? So, can you imagine how a client would feel when an agent tells them that, "Hey, we have this book that we're going to provide for you," or a a, re- a loan officer says that to a client? But can you imagine right. a client? They are so overwhelmed with the move that they're not even thinking about most of the time, or maybe there are some, but they're not always. It's not top of mind to be thinking about how their kids feel about it. Yeah. But this book will really help them to navigate that. Yeah, I mean, and that's the whole idea. You know, you talk about having your son read books. We were big um, advocates about having our son read as well because they are able to learn through that. They're able to have conversations through that. And so I think that's important. I think there are a lot of parents who definitely want to have those conversations, maybe don't know how to have those conversations. That's it. And sometimes kids don't know. And one of the stories is a raccoon whose mom gets transferred to a new city. And so they move and it's the first day of school. He doesn't want to go to school. And, and the story talks about, you know, the mom driving him up to school. And he said, I have this, you know, feeling in my tummy I've never had before. And that's a lot of it. It's like kids are getting, you know, these feelings like I'm nervous. Uh I'm scared, you know, all those things. And they may not even know how to have a conversation with their parents about it. Right. And not understanding that. So you are involved in the transaction because you are providing that mortgage for homeownership. Mm -hmm. So being able to offer something to them and say, oh, by the way, I'd love to share with you a copy of 
new home adventure. It's for your, you know, your, your kids to read. And I love it because it's branding forever. You know, you think about how books you hang on to for a long time. Yeah. So by being able to have your branding in there, your branding is going to be with them much longer than it's going to be with a flyer or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that I'm I'm excited about it. And again, it's finding those passions, you know, it's like, yes. who would have thought, you know, I've written tons of business books that writing a children's book would be like something I would do to apply to my business, but I am excited about it. So I think finding that right now, what that passion is for you and leaning into that yes. is, is so important to focus on. I think so too. And the passion can be a piece of your business. Like yeah. you're super passionate about a video or podcasting or anything like that. Yeah. And it can be relationships. Maybe that's your passion is you just yeah. go really deep with the relationships and that's going to get you business. Yeah. It, it really will. Yeah. And, and helping I'm, your real estate agents too. I think finding that passion to help them in their business yes. will come through as well because they're struggling as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. And you don't have to go at it like, I'm going to help you in your business, you know, oh. to the ones that are already successful. But anything you can do to help them without having to say, I'm helping you, they can feel it. Yeah. They can feel it. And you're building that relationship. One of the things that I'm passionate about is training. And uh, the reason that I opened the training company, the loan team training four years ago, we just celebrated our four year anniversary and we've had hundreds of people go through the training, hundreds and hundreds. But what I, the reason I started it is because I saw a need as I was coaching loan officers that they were getting what they needed, but their teams were not getting trained. And it wasn't when I first started it, it wasn't training on FHA loans, VA loans. It wasn't that type of training. It was customer service, what I call wow training. I love that. We called it wow training. And we just show them all these different ways that they can connect with clients, that they can do things that they never really think about how to ask for business without feeling like they're asking for business, how to get referrals, but not just that, but just how to treat people, what, what to say, what not to say, you know, words that are important, just things like that. And Really, that can apply to any business, but we specifically talked about that because I saw a need that the things that the loan officers were doing wasn't translating over to the loan partners the same way because they didn't get training. You know, loan officers go to all kinds of training, but loan partners and other staff members, they don't always get the training. So we do it live and it's really fun, but I'm passionate about it. I love doing it. And I, I just want you to know, Ginger, that you've had a big influence on me. You know, you have mortgage influencers, but you have influenced me in a really positive way. From the time we reconnected, I still remember the first time we reconnected, <laughs> we sat there by the by the bar. I wasn't drinking, but <laughs> with, our, um, with our soda water, right? Our soda water. And, and I just remember you being so encouraging to me. We were at a mortgage event, but... You were so encouraging to me about the training when you found out what I was doing and you just really offered ideas openly. And I just really appreciate that. It it really helped me in more ways than you know. And I know that you do that for so many other people, uh, mortgage people. So I would highly recommend getting in touch with, with you and with Edu Marketing. So it's edumarketing.com and that's how they can reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And thank you. You're so sweet. You know, I feel the same way. 
I mean, you and I, and I, I shared this with you. It's like, we're kindred spirits. It's like, yes. we, I mean, we could spend hours. We talk about doing, you know, it's like, let's get together for, you know, a, a greater length of time because we can geek out on creating training. Yes. Um, but it is about the wow. I mean, what you do with your wow training is, is so impactful and creating that wow and for your team. So, you know, and originators, you're listening to this. You're going through this, you're managing yourself, but think about your team. And, and a lot of you I know have held on to your team because they're so important to you and your business Mm -hmm. and giving them that extra little perk as far as being able to provide that wow is so helpful, especially right now. Now is when you should invest in training. Now is when you should invest. I mean, it's again, it's planting the seats. Mm -hmm. So look at that. This too will pass. Yes. And so what you do today to improve yourself, to improve your team, to build your business, to, to raise awareness, to do, uh, you know, help your partners will have an impact on your business 12 months from now. So all you need to do is just focus on what are those activities that I need to do right now? Yes. And What's, that's it. That's it. And thank you for the encouragement to all the loan officers. And I'm so grateful that you were on the podcast today on our show. It's been fun to have you. This is the first of, I'm sure, many that we'll do together. But um, it's been exciting to have you here sharing such great information with everybody that's going to really help them. So thank you, Ginger, for being here with us today. And we want to thank the listeners for being here today on the show. And thank you so much for spending your time with us. I know time is very valuable. And I know that you spending it with us means a lot to me. So I appreciate it. And if you feel so inclined to send us a review, to give us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. And follow us on Loan Officer Team Training. And we're so excited you were here. So enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Awesome. Thanks, Irene. Thank you. loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training and how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're going to practice live with other class members. And they're going to also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're going to receive in our class. 
It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the Client Conversion Training tab.